This week on the Push Ball Lays podcast, Mr. Daniel Meek has COVID-19. Yep, he got it. One, Dan's got the Rona. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, my friend? We're coming in real smooth with our microphones, mate. We've both got microphones. We both turned up to this podcast <laughs> with new microphones. How weird is that? Uh, really strange, because obviously I, as, as uh, Luke Johnson, uh, my co-host for the Personal Trainer Collective podcast, um, is an absolute sound snob. And he obviously uh, enforced me to have an XLR mic. Um, and I've got a little like thing that it literally has to go through before it gets anywhere near my computer. Um, this a Utopia Bell Ringer UMC22 thing. I don't really know sounds, what it does, if I'm really honest. Sounds um, high tech, doesn't it? Like, you, have to, you have to put that through. It's only taken us nearly 300 episodes. But no, we've, yeah. we've gone for a bout of uh, microphones, really, haven't we? We've tried a, a fair few. I believe we've tried a few i mean i was i use my jabras but again i don't think they're like that great um it's just about time we invested in one to be honest i just thought you know why not so well i mean it, obviously it, does, it can't help my nasally voice from having coronavirus but <laughs> that's fine. the thing so daniel meek has got the medium sized c i believe um i have obviously I little have. c the cold the big c is cancer medium sized c is uh covid 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 yeah. fuck my well, life COVID yeah got the rona i mean so annoying threw it down i mean out of the two of us as we just said between like before this show um oh, no. i would say on average i would i don't know to the, every one person you probably meet i'm gonna do i meet 10 20 maybe must be must be like in terms of just traveling i use public transport more i'm traveling up and down the country a little bit more maybe um i generally don't have my car in london i actually have it outside of london most of the time um which Mm. will change so i do cycle a lot more but still you're in your own car and you dan i can i can describe what dan does it's waitrose gym and then i don't even know if he goes waitrose anymore because he's barely waitrose yeah yeah exactly get delivered um just get it delivered and yeah it's crazy waitrose gym and basketball there you go yep that's it and uh, just it's the annoying but... goes to the kitchen <laughs> yeah it's annoying but it is what it is like i, like I said to, before we came on air like we're all we're all gonna get it over the next three five years mm. right we're all gonna probably get it and it's i'd rather that we were doing it like this where everyone's free and you know if you get it you have to stay inside like it's a pretty smart system do you know it's rather than everyone being locked up and everyone being told they can't do shit it's like no let everyone crack yeah. on with shit and when they get it just stay inside like it's it's not hard really it's boring yes but it's just it is what it is like, i'm missing his yeah, birthday it's tomorrow not it's not hard, ideal it's, yeah but, that's that's awful give my best to that's shit well. but it look it's it, i still see her all the other times of the year do you know it's one of those where it's just she's <laughs> just you'll again, just have like, to have a, a daddy daughter birthday after it there you go there you go she's safe so it's all good right it's just um (laughs) excuse me it's just annoying it's just annoying but um i'm fine i've not really had any sort of major 
symptoms or anything a bit of a obviously you can hear my nasally voice but i've got a clear nose which is really weird so something's going on there um and i've had a little bit of headaches here and there but that could be just from staring at screens all the time yeah. to be honest i mean um, so talk obviously you, like dan staying in a room when i have uh when i have stayed at mr Daniel meeks i've stayed in that room and yeah i wake up in the morning uh, when I was there and pretty much just come straight downstairs because uh, it's it's not the biggest yeah. room in the world. It's perfectly lovely, um, but yeah. it's, it's it's his office. Um, so I've literally left the bed as a single sleeping. bed. Like yeah. the bed can go out into a double. I left it as a single because I can't be bothered to move it backwards <laughs> and forwards every time because it's just too much effort. Yeah, so yeah, it's probably got like, what is it? It's probably like 10 foot by... I feel like it's uh, more like like a uni dormitory room kind of thing, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah what, it's what, that kind of feel, so, isn't it? Yeah. Talk, talk talk to me about the um, the toilet situation because obviously there is a there is no ensuite in this one. Obviously, there's ensuite no. in your uh, normal room, but have you been designated just that that yeah, toilet so I get to the, the left there's of a, you? Yeah, there's a bathroom just straight out the side, so I go in there now, and Isabel's having to go into our ensuite wow. for, for Isabel, the time being. Isabel so, yeah. gets the ensuite. I bet she's enjoying that. Is she not? Yeah, there you go. You see the perks. She's getting all the perks for me being <laughs> off. But um, yeah, it is. She's it sleeping is what in it is. Uh, sleeping in mummy's room. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. she has been. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those where it's just like even if even if they both go out, I can't really like roam the house because you just don't know what you're. Yeah, you don't know. I could, go, I could wear a face mask, I suppose, if I wanted to and go out, but it's just a bit like I tell you what I really want to do is just go put a face mask on and just sit outside in the garden, just sit and get some fresh air. Because I'm hanging my head out the window at the moment. It's really frustrating. But yeah, just annoying. It's just annoying. But look, everyone, yeah. a lot of people have been through the inconvenience. It's you know, no different. I'm no different. It's fine. It is what it is. I'll get over it. Hopefully, the Rona. Let's let's see how it how it affects him in the gym as well. So I'll be interested to know what your numbers look like, how you fatigued afterwards, because it's yeah. not like you're asymptomatic, right? You've got some symptoms. So um, mm. unfortunately, today that we are going to do a protein bar tasting because I want to taste some, and uh, but Dan can't, so he can pick them, and then he can guess what they're going to kind of taste mm. like. I think that's going to be the game today. Because there we go. Literally, no point in you eating any because it's going to be the worst taste test in history. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah that's chewy. Be. That's <laughs> you could do just textures. got nothing. Yeah, it's just nothing. But then, like, you need the taste to blend with the texture, don't you, to go through it? So, yeah, yeah we don't. I can't even pinpoint where you got it from. What? What scally no. didn't wash their hands or like who? Who was breathing all over you? More to the point. Um, must have, the only place I can think is it must have just been basketball. It's the only place that basketball. I mix with people that close, that close in that yeah. proximity. But it's um, oh, oh, lots of touching in the showers in basketball. Apparently, so lots <laughs> yeah. of heavy breathing. Um, <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. You know it. Interesting. Um, well, we will we'll, we'll hope you get better. Um, we hope you can taste things soon because that. That is a bad one. Like smell. It's the worst yeah. bit of it. It's the worst bit of it, to be honest. I'd actually rather have worse, like symptoms in terms of headaches and colds and stuff, but be able to taste my food. Like yeah. it's the most annoying thing at the moment. Like that's the just most like thing. such a big thing for us to look forward to. Like, and it's because we don't we we're not bland food eaters either. We enjoy food. No, that's a big thing. So. Mm. Yeah, mate. It couldn't. Is that like so? Coffee, like, 
No, can't taste anything. Nothing. 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 Like, do, you, do you have you had coffee just for the caffeine to perk you up or not? No. You're not. Not even worth it. That could be why I'm getting a headache, actually. Caffeine withdrawal. Yeah, I've got no caffeine. Yeah, I was about to say. Like... Mm, caffeine <laughs> withdrawal. Um, but yeah, it's just uh it could so be that, taught me but... f- taught, taught me through what you have been eating, just in case people just in, no, it's not a case of uh if you want to diet, go rub your self over dan's right now. <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> taught me well i mean i've not been snacking on anything i've got these protein bars i've got these vegan protein bars i know i'm eating when i'm getting a bit hungry in between meals but i basically have breakfast where i just have yogurt and an apple so i don't even put any honey in the yogurt anymore because i don't need it to be sweet so it's like <laughs> i can you can kind of taste like it's a little bit you know it's a bit sour but it doesn't taste of anything so i just eat the yogurt plain with an apple and then for lunch i'm having the standard like chicken and potatoes with some cucumber and then for dinner whatever gusto is basically um whatever laura's cooks me but then that's it like i don't there's no need to kind of do anything magic again she's no offered me like saurine and stuff and i'm like no i don't need saurine because i can't taste it <laughs> just leave it you know yeah, what you but... should do this is this is the opportunity for you dan you should big bring up your youtube content and do loads of eating dares just be like yeah. i will have the world's hottest chili and i won't need guys yeah someone said that to me they said oh you should do like eating raw onions and stuff yeah, just yeah. As a challenge on your instagram be like who can do it take me on and i was like no because uh, no. that'd be weird i'm, I'm guessing that still makes like, you feel horrible that still makes correct, you feel yeah. horrible i, I still think i still no. think you'd have the effects of it like it's just because you can't taste it but still whatever weird chemical yeah. that is on it it's still being processed so it's probably not a good thing <laughs> yeah it's not great you're it's just really lack great. of awareness of it <laughs> yeah that's it not ideal wow wonderful so big week for dan so I, I did notice you've opened your calendar up for random 15 minute chats with dan so is this, yeah. this kind of uh people have to ring your number and then it's kind of like oh what you're wearing that kind of thing that's yeah that's exactly that's what i'm after a bit of that but um yeah. No, I just, yeah. I just was like, do you know what? I was like, look, I was like, why not? I'm not doing anything. I was like, if anyone wants to chat about anything, I'm actually quite surprised the number of people who have taken up the, op- the opportunity as well. Genuinely Jesus. surprised me. <laughs> like, I was I, like, wow, I, people I, do want to have a chat. I think, I think I'll, I'll book in. Hey, I'll no, don't book in. Don't book in. <laughs> Laura messaged me. She was like, can I book in? And I was like, to be fair, yeah, you probably need to. To be fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's just like again, it's it's one of those things where it's like I don't usually have loads of free time to say, look, just kind of book in, let's have a chat. But it's um, no, it's good to see people have, and you know, always happy to help people. But um, no one listens to this podcast probably. To be fair, you know, unless they're on my email list um, or follow me on Instagram. <laughs> posted that today. No, on Instagram posted it. So yeah yeah i just thought why not you know i can't i'm not gonna do that every week obviously i'm never gonna do it probably again but it was just like because i'm literally like well i have nothing to do or nothing pressing to do um so the next two days obviously I've got all my client work which is as normal and then like the calls are on like friday and saturday morning because i was like mm-hmm. we're not doing it um and in the evening i think tomorrow evening as well i've got a few but, oh wow um, yeah no i spoke to a couple of people today they're both very nice Need a bit of help. One of them wanted help with his coaching business. Was asking a few things. Took lots away. And the other one was asking about coaching. So yeah, all good Lovely. in the hood. All good. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I've had a I had a lovely week. I've moved. I've moved house. 
Um, always a fun uh, experience that always a fun experience yeah i'm always like i can do it myself i can do it myself wish i I wish yeah i I always just set up as a challenge because i knew how much i had i I did i did do a bout of throwing away a lot of tat the last time i moved as well so it's like i can literally fit it all in like one big like vw transporter van now i won't be able to after i've moved out this place because i've already bought loads of stuff like, yeah, it was so funny because like Luke, Luke paid me, and he was like, "I might as well just bring this back for uh, just is it all your furniture you just bought." I was like, "Yeah, pretty much." Um, <laughs> it's like all gone, just burnt that down. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, slumming it in Maida Vale, um, which is yeah, awful, awful place to be, isn't it? So, Must be, mate. Yeah, hard life you live. Hard life. Um, yeah, Maida Vale is lovely. Very dangerous because uh, I am literally 30 seconds from a uh, Gale's Bakery. And Gale's Bakery oh. is lovely. Um, That's not good, so, is it? Yeah. Right next to me. I mean, you say that in London, you're always like, in London, though, you always only have like 30 minutes away from any takeaway there as well because Deliveroo is so good. Minutes. So. Oh, yeah. Deliveroo. The del- I have already Deliveroo'd to uh, the new flat. And uh, my first oh, Deliveroo was uh, Egg Slut. Mm. Excellent. You've, you've not had that you would enjoy it you can have that I'm when not. you come stay with me because uh this new place is egg. a lot bigger than uh excellent and uh yeah excellent it's lovely uh, oh okay that looks good yeah. it is good yeah like uh you get the fairfax i get a fairfax and then put some uh put some bacon or some turkey sausage on that bad boy oh then, yeah um, that looks good pretty good yeah it's like yeah. this uh like really nice, like sloppy kind of uh, scrambled egg, and then with some, how it like, should be done, you mean? Yeah, yeah, like some sauce and yeah. stuff like that. Really cool. Don't understand Ooh. the people who like scrambled egg. All right, this is this is a weird one. scrambled egg that's been like left out at the 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 brunt or the like the breakfast at hotels, and it's just sitting in that thing. What are you doing? No, 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 no. We used to do this awful. right whenever we used to play. Whenever the football team used to play, we used to play away. We used to go to a hotel and they'd ask for eggs. They bring out this tray yeah. of eggs and they just leave them there. I'm like, Disgusting. oh my God, don't make me yeah. feel sick. Absolutely gross. I just don't, I don't get it. That hotel, like, I'm sure there's enough chefs there that they can handle it. Like, just have one of the waitresses or something like that. And they're, they're the mm. egg, egg person. And they're yeah. just, they, they just make eggs to order. Like, eggs should be made to order. Sorry. Yeah. That's just like, agreed. Like, scrambled eggs, definitely fried eggs when they're sitting out. Disgusting. Boiled eggs are okay, I guess. They can be, they can totally keep for a little bit, but still, like the heat of the like egg, if you want a dippy egg, because the heat of the egg actually keeps on cooking the egg, you still got a limited amount of time which you do it. Hard boiled egg, fine, doesn't matter. But yeah, who knew we were going to get annoyed about eggs this early in the podcast? Um, it happens. Yeah. It happens. It it's happen. an important topic. <laughs> Very um, important yeah. topic. I moved. Um, I can do it. And like, I've been very like scarce on Instagram. And then like I literally just I did like one like little gif thing up there. And then oh <laughs> about three people, four people were just like, oh now there's gonna be loads of pictures of new place. I was like, you really don't know me at all, do you? <laughs> of course, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want everybody to know where where I am and what I'm doing throughout my flat. Joking. Um no. so yeah. I don't do I don't get that. Like I I I'm not a fan of that stuff. Like no, the whole like if, house. The chances are I, like, I will. I chances are I will do some Instagram videos during that in that flat, and I'm assuming you'll see the background. So that's your view. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And you'll get an idea I'm, for it, but I don't need to show you around. Yeah, I'm not going to walk down to the laundry room and go, "Look, it's laundry room here. It's got washer and dryer. 
I'm doing well. Great. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, mate. So uh, we've got a couple of topics. Um, I feel like these microphones make you speak a little bit like softer. And uh, maybe that's just the case. Um, maybe they do. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be nice and smooth. Um, all right. So I've written down here rest periods because Dan uh, wrote about some rest periods. Um, yep. And it's something, it's an interesting one, actually, because throughout the PT core, um, in the programming stuff and all the programs I write, I don't write rest periods down. Yeah. I don't either one, in any of my training plans. I don't, I don't. I don't write, I'd never write it. It's the stupidest waste of column space. Um, I don't understand because it should just be like, crack on most of the time but we'll we'll talk about the varying lengths of rest periods because it, it should a rest period should be dictated by like session plan and rep range and you should know it from there and probably goal of mesocycle um there you go that's already covered mm -hmm. um <laughs> we'll talk about um we had the cfsa cfsc chaps in uh down old kevin carr and stephen biglow um came down on friday or Ke kevin came down a few days early went to honest burger with him didn't i lovely nice. Old kevin um showed him the delights of honest burger um yeah didn't gram it sorry guys um didn't have to just decide to chat to him instead shot <laughs> yeah, um, just, yeah. <laughs> a little honest uh yeah man, that was that was fun but um we'll vaguely but 50 50 of our coaches at first base through cffc1 so pretty up. good pretty lot. good going pretty good going yeah hence why i actually had to teach vaguely um on a course that i have not touched in about two years <laughs> they're like oh, yeah. i love one lad was like he had just started he was like oh do you want to partner up i was like i'm not actually doing the course um <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm i think i'm gonna be instructing you for most like some of it i'm, like, I'm just co-hosting with steven so yeah steven biglow lovely chap if you want a go-to Okay, just put it out there. Um, if you struggle for people's um, exercise tutorials and stuff you want to show your clients, um, Stephen Biglow's uh, YouTube channel is the one I use, just to put it out there. If I want to ping a exercise thing uh, over to my client because his, all his videos are normally 20 to 30 seconds long. They're very brief in explanation and it's bam, 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 off you go. So good. And that is exactly how he is like when he coaches, exactly what you want. You don't want like this tutorial that's two minutes and then you have to pick out which bit for your client. I just want to have like concise, bam, off you go. Um, yeah. And then what we got? I I, I did a little, because uh, I, I realized most of those, uh, the quotes and stuff that probably is definitely, definitely our personalities, Dan. Um, but our quotes and stuff are usually either funny or derogatory. Or taking the piss out of something. So I put, I put a positive one up today, just to, just to be positive, I guess. I'm gonna... Oh God, why did you do that? <laughs> oh, I was just like, you know what? I don't I don't always I I don't know I I coach and teach positively most of the time and take the piss out most of the time. Um, mm. But yeah, I feel like on Instagram a lot of stuff is quite negative. So I'm like, all right, well, every now I'm always trying to do a positive post every like three or four. I'm not doing it all. Jesus Christ. Too much, yeah, too much stupidity in the world. Don't become a heathen. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I thought, yeah. thought it would be interesting to find out a couple of things 
that coaches you've witnessed that they've done nice things or that you've you were like shit that's cool uh, well done or stuff like that so we'll we'll get to that at the end but without further ado we can uh we can do a protein taster from tom and not that yeah Lovely just name. from you mate um, just you can you can sit back sit back we've got a brand new microphone so this is gonna this is gonna be like this is audio just orgasmic podcasting sure, or someone's gonna enjoy it uh, we we should get like a little thing where it's it's the whole yeah that's that's the noise that people don't like isn't it that's the biting that's into it. an apple and kind of chewing it around that's not a good one um no. yeah people don't t- i bet a lot of people just turned off because i've just made that noise just right, wait, that, um yeah. we'll only do one because we won't put it through um through you too much because i know you're going to be missing this part of the podcast um all right so we have we have a few still uh the only ones i don't really want to try are because they're from the same company uh is that protein millionaire thing um yeah. that was like the white chocolate thing we tried last week which was fucking disgusting well you thought it was awful i thought it was just maybe that was why you were getting covid then maybe yeah taste issues and then we got a protein flapjack they look awful if i'm really honest all right so we've got and i think both of us did this we just bought like snacks accidentally so this is pre's puddings pop squares that's just a snack yeah um so if we've got four here that we can pick from so we've got a Rule one, bar one, which is mm, a fudge brown, fudge brownie crunch bar. It's thick. Um, yeah. yeah. Just the size <laughs> of it makes me think it's, they've tried to put loads of protein in there and it's going to be minging. It's thick. It's a, it's, it, but I think it's more, it looks like Rice crispy Crunchies um, on okay. the top. Um, okay. You've got a Defend Earth bar. As long as they're not like the by the those stupid people that are sitting in like all I all I think about now is this this hippie kind of logo and is that those in, is it insulate like Britain or something like that? Yeah. Those idiots fucking... that you see them getting dragged off today because obviously they were sitting over Wandsworth Bridge. And what normally uses that bridge quite a lot? Ambulances. Yeah. Well done. Honestly. Good job. And they're getting dragged yeah. out of the way because like police car and ambulances need to get through. So we've got a caramel cosmos plant-based high protein low sugar bar from Defend Ooh. Earth. That is vegan. If we want to get another vegan one on the go, uh, we have we have a one bar. That's gonna be awful. Which is that's gonna be thin, dreadful. Is, I can already feel it is so rock solid. Um, which is obviously cinnamon roll. That's just gonna be a quest bar. <laughs> and then the oh. last thing we have a protein trust usn cookie mm. a filled cookie apparently. they always look better on the packages though don't they they do don't they yeah so wait what are you what are you gonna make me have uh, i want you to have the i think the raw earth one the earthy one, the vegan the one. earthy one, yeah. Mm. The defend earth. Yeah. All right. Cool. Predictions for what it's going to taste like. So this is caramel oil. cosmos. <laughs> it's going to taste like soil. <laughs> soil, yeah. Looks pretty good. Looks all right. Okay, yeah. It kind of looks like um, 
don't know. Not like a breakaway bar, but like a, a Tesco version. Tesco's own brand breakaway bar. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Chloe didn't know what um, mini rolls were. Crazy, right? I'm not a fan of mini rolls, to be honest. Are you not? We bought some. Because uh, yeah. they made them on Bake Off like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Please be soil. Please be soil. Please be soil. What are we saying? Mm. Caramel Cosmos. Is it Caramel Cosmos or is it? Shite. It's a bit bland. Uh, bland. Yeah. Well, maybe I should have eaten it. <laughs> no, it's not great. It's a bit boring. Oh, oh the earthy bit's coming through now. Okay. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad the soil's yeah. coming through now. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just a bit bland, if I'm really honest. Yeah, it's wow. not as good as the other ones where it's a little bit easier to bite. It's a little bit hard. I am coming in this with fresh uh, Invisaligners today, um, FYI. So Ooh. my teeth are a little bit tender. Um, so I'm glad you didn't go for this cinnamon roll bar. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. would put my Invisalign back in. <laughs> like, oh, my, my teeth have moved a few bit for like, Invisalign's yeah. back. Um, yeah. God. Just earthy. It's okay. It's not the worst bar I've ever had, but I wouldn't, I'm not going to go out of my way even be like, oh, you know what? I have one of them. Yeah. It's not like the, what the ones we're having at the moment? The Misfits, they're good. Misfits, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they are good. Well, I mean, at the moment, I'm just eating them. I can't really taste them, but they are good. <laughs> but if there was something that, you, yeah, a vegan protein bar, they're, they're serving their purpose right now. So. That's it. That's it. I was eating them before, fine. And they tasted good, yeah. so. Thank is you. that your I wonder what's gonna be the first thing that's gonna be like blam? Like that fucking oh, I, I hope it's something. Oh yeah, deep. what what I mean obviously we can do this by next week as well, because Dan yeah, might not have his taste back. Um mm. you're gonna be like, fuck you, Tom. I will. Yeah. <laughs> what what should the first thing you should eat? Or what will be the first thing you will eat once you get your taste back? Obviously, you'll you'll eat something to find out that you got your taste and you're like oh I, I can taste that but after that you're going to be like I need to taste this right now five guys just straight in five guys like, <laughs> needs to be done need to get a burger I reckon after that point or some chocolate nice. potentially chocolate's always a good one but chocolate's always good yeah I agree five guys I think just to check just to check <laughs> yeah all right that's what I'm going to go for. Rest periods, Daniel. What irked you about this then? What What happened in your life? Oh, people... just, just, just like seeing people just like time their rest periods and like literally as soon as it hits 60 seconds, just stop it and then get on with their session. They're set. I'm like, and not only that, but doing that and then having to reduce the weight on the bar because it's too heavy. And you're like, oh, come on, like, no, that's just counterintuitive. There's no point doing that. And it's just this whole thing. Again, it's it's not people's fault. It's PT's fault for just spouting shite, as always, because then people pick it up. Like, I don't blame people because they don't know any better, maybe. But it's when you see PTs be like, oh, yeah, you've got to take six-second rest, six-second rest. And maybe it's done, you know, classes, they do it and stuff because kind of you have to keep people moving and all that shit. But when it comes to weight training and strength training and, and hypertrophy and that sort of stuff, is it's like if you take 60 second rest and you can't then lift it as, as heavy weight as possible in the next set, 
you're not going to see the muscle growth or the muscle gains or the strength gains that you want because you're sacrificing load for nothing, basically, because you're not recovered enough. You haven't got the energy to lift it. And I just think it's frustrating because it's, again, it comes from people in fitness and it's more misinformation and it's all that shit. I'm not saying take five minutes. I'm not saying go the complete other way, but there's a happy medium whereby look, you don't even have to time your rest periods. You just go once you feel ready and capable. And you'll know when that is. And you'll know that it's not five minutes. It's before then, but it's also longer than 60 seconds. And I just think I get all the time, like my training plans that I write for people, I don't put any rest periods on there at all. I've never, ever put a rest period down and go, right, you've got to stick to that rest period. Because it varies from person to person based on how quickly they're recovering that day, based on their, I suppose, diet diet status, their caloric status, whether they're in a surplus, in a deficit, that can impact things for sure. Um, based on what sort of, like you said, what sort of session it is, whether it's a full body session, whether they're in supersets, whether they are um, trying to bring up certain body parts, certain areas, whether they're trying to hit certain lifts, whether they're trying to get strong in certain movements, like so many variables that come into it. And like ultimately the biggest thing, for muscle growth and for strength gains is lifting as heavy as possible, as often as possible for as many reps as possible. That's literally it. And by minimizing your rest period, you can basically do like do yourself a disservice there with doing that. Um, and it's just one of the most overplayed and overthought about variables when it comes to training it just doesn't even require thought unless you're doing again, conditioning, or like you're doing a CrossFit thing and you're doing an EMOM every minute on the minute and one of those is rest. That's different. That's not maximal lifting. That's sub-maximal movements. That's sub-maximal training. That's fine. I'm talking about maximal lifts. I'm talking about getting stronger. I'm talking about changing your physical shape. You need longer rest than 60 seconds. I don't know where this fucking myth has come from. I do know where it's come from, but it's annoying that it's still around. It's an interesting one. I take the... So I think people should learn... At, it's kind of like the whole... Uh, it's not as obviously glorified as macro tracking and as complex, but I only know through previously timing my rest periods. I still do time my rest periods. My uh, my Apple Watch is just a glorified like timer for countdown. And my yeah. most preset... I have my preset ones on there for like two two and a half minutes and then three are my normal times that i rest depending on when i know i'm pushing pushing by a lot of load so for example i was doing those like ones and twos right singles and stuff last week on uh the safety bar i knew i had like to have i was i was tapping so after my set i would tap my three minute and then after three minutes is up cool that means i have a little swig of water I dust myself down, get ready to like prep myself and whatever for the lift, and then that's go. That's probably about three and a half minutes, I'd say. And then I, I feel I know I'm there or thereabouts to go and lift. If I'm doing, but that was like in a bout of, I did like six sets. So I know when I'm really peaking, I need longer than that. Because um, obviously, through powerlifting, I know I've had to set, like just sit down for five minutes and just be like, yeah. And that's the case of that's like maximal lifting where I'm not even putting filler is what people like put it right. Supersets or filler stuff in. Yeah. Um, and in my position, 
I tend to say the filler stuff can't like if you're doing supersets, I would still like rest afterwards or like do like stretch or mobilization stuff with clients. I think, I think that's, that's the, uh, what's, I don't know, the, probably the confusion of like cutting into their rest times or like playing around with it. I don't get the whole just dilly dallying, standing around like in between sets. Mm. That's just like, all right, we can, we can do, we can do stuff better. Um, but yeah, basically let go. But again, filler's go. fine because filler's fine though, because let's say you're doing something, you know, like that doesn't require huge amounts of exertion. So they're still so the, getting two yeah. to three minutes of rest on their movement. Yeah. So yeah, so that, that there's there's interesting terminology they use the, the word exertion, where people don't know what exertion and effort. So you got you got three things that make up intensity, which is load, exertion, and effort, and they all cause neural fatigue. And obviously, load is like what you are lifting. Okay, effort is basically how much effort you're putting into the lift. Like if you're going full effort on a what is a 70 kilo even though your one rm is 140 kilos that's still full effort that is nowhere near max exertion so neural fatigue will not be as high so dan said max exertion which means fucking nothing is left in the tank exertion means reps till done you're done you failed like if near well exertion means done basically max exertion um and there's a confusion about effort and exertion and not knowing what those two things mean. Um, so at max exertion, you have nothing left in the tank. Max effort, I can still lift my speed like lifts. Absolutely fine. I can still jump up and down, but I'm going to try and put as much effort into it as possible at sub-maximal lifting. Anyway, brief. Um, so I think you're going into more like the neural fatigue, right? I don't think people realize what how what CNS fatigue is um, and how that mm -hmm. you need to replenish. And that's what you're waiting for, for it to come back more than anything else. Generally, the muscle, yeah, your, your muscles are probably thinking, yeah, cool, let's go. But you quickly realize that your central nervous system's like fucked um, if you're at max exertion because you, that's trying to recover from the bout you've just done and realizing that your CNS fatigue is probably the thing that's going to drive you forward. And that's recovering you to make you stronger and look better. I'd say so. Mm -hmm. Generally in strength. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just pointless. Like it's just pointless timing them to that low level at 60 seconds. It's just a waste of time. Oh yeah. You get, you get far better results. Like, and I, and I said this, I think some people do it in an effort to kind of like as well, get more sets into their day. So like into their session, and I'd rather, if someone's doing 30 sets and they've got an hour and they're taking 60 second rest and they're taking about six, a minute to do the set, I'd rather they did 15 sets and took more rest. I think they get long-term better results because they'd, I'd make sure they're lifting fucking heavy, they're pushing themselves. Whereas I think 15 of those sets is just drunk volume. And then yeah. the other 15 aren't performed as optimally as they could be because you're too fatigued. Um, that's just my, that's just the reality of it. And then people also do that. And it tends to be the people that do 60 second rest as well, the ones that are doing body part splits, they're in, they're just doing chest on one day with thirty sets of it. It's just like you're just wasting your time, mate. Just complete waste of time. Absolute waste of time. Yeah, absolute waste of time. Why like body part splits are just insane, and why people persist in doing them when they try to play a recreational sport? They probably play football, tennis, golf. Fucking no idea what you're doing. Like what the hell? 
um, body parts Mad, just don't work. Then it's not. Are you stepping on stage? No. All right. Are you on drugs? No. Stop doing it then. Yeah. I don't understand. It's, <laughs> it's that. It is that straightforward as well. It is. It is literally that straightforward. Um, yeah. Don't care if you enjoy it, then crack on. But realize that you're going to get sub like subpar results. Yeah. Always. That's always. It. And you're going to get injured it. more from doing other stuff. And don't be like, oh, it's just getting old, and it I can't move around. No, 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 no. I challenge you. I'm still going to be there when I'm 50. Like being able to move around yeah. like a court or whatever, and play golf, and be able to play five side football. I'm still going to move a lot better than most people in their 20s. Thousand percent, guarantee it. Um, sure. Just because of all the plyometric crap I do, um, I'm moving around. But yeah, rest periods are fun. Um, I feel like it's just like the overload principle is something not a lot of people they they think they know it but it doesn't really i don't know they, yeah. they tend to stay on the same mesocycle for a long time as well these people who don't fluctuate their rest periods properly um they don't understand where deloads come in um generally speaking people if you if trust me if you're if you've been going on a body parts split for more than eight weeks you have not been training properly number one probably your rest periods mm-hmm. are ridiculous if you've not shifted up your load in those if you've not had to dip down um, if you're not allowed to do a deload, it's yeah, that's crazy. I think we all know we tend to build deloads in at about four weeks' time um, because we would expect to try and push and try and push and try and push. Because I'm asking somebody to almost, almost PR on like a rep PR or a load PR every single week on a particular lift, whichever their focus is. I normally have two focuses two lifts that I, i'm really caring about the whole mesocycle and i want those guys to go up um but the last time i so that that was the one that's why i was doing like singles and doubles at the back end of that one uh that phase i had three main three main lifts but i only really cared about two um and that was one my safety bar that was actually a lot of people um uh a lot of people about five um asked me about why I'm holding the squat rack instead of, uh, and why I'm using a safety bar instead of back squatting or front squatting and why I'm holding the rack. Um, Dan, has it a guess? I don't know if you've ever done those. Have you ever done those? I'm not too sure. Nope. No. Have you got a safety bar at Piggy? Jim, nope. no, it's probably probably why then <laughs> you can't do it with a flat bar, guys. Don't don't try. No. <laughs> um, so the reason being, um, so the safety bar is the best bar for squatting, hands down. Uh, it is basically sits right in between the uh, back squat and the front squat from a mechanical point of view. So if you are a bit of a back, like hingy squatter, meh, not too great if you can't get a front squat with like your elbows can't go up so your probably your lap mobility and stuff is not too great or wrist mobility not too fantastic and you find that too taxing on your core so your legs can shift the load but your core cannot like everything attached core is everything that's attached to your spine and your pelvis um basically everything that doesn't is not your arms and legs is that's your core okay not just your abs um yeah, if you find that too taxing in terms of front squat, it sits in between there. So it's got an equal amount of both. Um, if you just hold the handles, um, it will be quite taxing core-wise. If you use an offset of holding, so we actually have some handles that you can slot into the rack. 
So they like, you've got little handles to hold at Soho, we've got them. Um, and you put them at a certain distance because the safety bar sits on you and it shouldn't fall off. So if you've got shoulder issues and whatever, it goes straight up. Um, when you do that, actually you offset, it's kind of like just like putting the point of contact um, onto the side when you're doing a split squat. And you can really start to feel what's happening in your squat mechanic. So my butt, my hinge is really good. My depth is amazing. No isometric eccentrics there at 90 degrees. And then you drop in and out, your quads are fired up. Everything in terms of my squat mechanic is absolutely pristine and I can focus on it instead of thinking about what could be happening um, because of my point of contact progression uh, with my core and kind of switching that guy on as much as possible. So my chest is already driving up. Um, so the relay is that it is the most um, probably pure kind of squat as and it looks as much with a massive barbell as it does a goblet squat. Hopefully people can see that. And because of where the weight is situated. So on the barbell, it, even though it looks like it's sitting on my back, the way the barbell actually offsets and pushes the load forward slightly. Um, and it's actually set forward in the middle of you right over your hip. Um, it's not just in front like a front squat and a goblet squat or behind like a back squat, um, which is really lovely. And then it is most looking like a vertical jump for me. It's got the most trends, like it is the most biomechanically similar to how I jump. So that's why I use it. But interesting. And you can shift a fucking shit ton mm. of load. So, yeah. <laughs> Mainly because I've been doing it for a while. So that's been my focus of progressively overloading and resting. So, yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Mm. It's uh, it's good. I'll implore Dan to try some. I think you'd really enjoy it. I think you'd be like, shit, I can squat. I can do this. And you'll be like jumping through. You'll be dunking again, my friend. Uh, I'll have to get Carl to invest in a safety bar. Yeah. Before I go, I'm fucking off. (laughs) There's only one good one as well. There's a lot of bad safety bars. Um, I believe we have, I believe we got the Wolverson one. Um, I believe. It's either Wolverson or Watson. Beans with W. Uh, I'm not too sure. I'll look at it. Uh, it's 30 kilo, 30 kilo bar, heavy fucker. Uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, we've got everything. Um, love you, mate. Rest periods done. I'll just <laughs> talk, talk about the CFFC. Um, if anybody doesn't know what that is, the Certified Functional Shrimp Coach. Uh, just the boys from Boston. Obviously, we had them on a while ago. Um, it was just nice. It was quite nice to just to see good lifting, good programming good stuff happening there's always stuff that we disagree on or i'm like "Ah, actually i do that differently but that's just analytical Mm -hmm. thinking um and critical thinking that we need to do um and take it into but they they i feel like they chilled out a little bit more maybe because Boyle's like basically retired and they're like i'm not saying you have to it's like with any workshop anything these things they're like you don't have to walk out of here and do it our way all the time like we're just saying this is a recipe these are some ingredients you want to have a little play around then change the quantities and stuff like that then crack on um this should just inform what you're doing for tomorrow and take bits of it does not mean you have to do every freaking exercise we've just told you it was really nice to hear that because you don't hear that very often in a lot of workshops it's kind of like oh this is how we do no like this is follow suit please so it's it was quite cool because there was one thing that I just I didn't disagree with. I just said if I were to do this and your practice, I would do this differently. Um, 
which just raised the question. It was like they had a protocol for you know, like a bilateral assessment, even though all their lifts were unilateral. And I didn't really understand why they would not just do a unilateral assessment. So, yeah, mm. strange. Um, crazy, Daniel. All right. Last thing, mate. Positive. Put you out this negative COVID mind frame. <laughs> cool things or stuff that you have been like respect if a, that a coach has done in front of you or you have heard of a story or whatever. What examples do you add on your thing? Let me just find your... These are all real examples. Uh, so I wrote things that I've seen coaches do for clients, which I think are touch of class. So take them for coffee or breakfast when the client is a little bit out of it instead of a session. That's like, I've done it before where somebody's gone like, shit, you've had a hard week. Um, I'll be like, all right, we're just doing biceps. Goblet squats and biceps yeah. today, something like that. I'd be like, just completely changing the program. Um, my buddy, uh, Anit, uh, probably probably because he was hungover more than anything else, but just <laughs> we're like, we're going to go breakfast. This session is not going to be worthwhile. You know what's going to be worthwhile? Having some breakfast. Um, yeah. Not yeah. this hour of trying to mope around the gym. Um, this one, little uh, Coach Colville, um, really top coach. Um, he's uh, doing his developmental stuff with uh, Millwall. And uh, he uh, literally set up like the retro gym and just put like TRX. Like he'd already done some of his warm ups and stuff like that, but he just got a little bit bored. So he was just like doing playtime warm ups. And the woman was like, couldn't care. She was just like, just there for a little bit of fun, wanting to warm up and bounce around and stuff mm. like that. So it was like putting TRX, a BOSU ball, um, some plyometric boxes, and we're just like, floor is lava. Not allowed to touch the floor. Get get from yeah. one side to the other, please. And then uh, just like did a circle. It was really cool. That's um, one. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, it's cool. She's swinging around from stuff. She's having to step up, step down, balance. And yeah, there was obviously stuff that was like, she's having to problem solve and stuff like that. And it was against the grain. Obviously, we're not saying do that every single time. Believe it or not, he doesn't do it every single time. But it was obviously a case of like, she was having a bit of a shit time or just in a, yeah. insert, insert some play into the session there, right? And then um, yeah, that's good, that? I've started doing this with uh, a couple of my clients, well, one of my clients who uh, um, with their conditioning, because they've, I've like, because they're doing a lot, a lot more work capacity model conditioning of like 15 minute stuff um, where I'm kind of like, do this, 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 off you go. Um, I'm just going to be here to mop up for and uh i'll be like you can put your headphones in they're like what i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. i'll i'll tap you on the shoulder if i need to coach you but i just i just want to let you go you need to go focus be within yourself and uh yeah yeah because i don't want somebody chatting to me the whole time <laughs> i'm like they want to yeah. be i want them in the zone and just like pushing their heart rate um and making sure that's going so i quite like that um that's yeah. good touch that I like that one. Um, I've not seen anything sort of like, to be honest, like major. I didn't pay much attention. Um, little things like, yeah, letting people, letting like, you know, if there's not that many people in the gym, letting their client choose the music in the gym, stuff like that. Um, yeah, the ones you covered are pretty cool there, I think, I have to say. Pretty good to see, isn't it? Pretty good to see. I think I think there's a, that's a standard. I think like the... Just it just brought me about to like realizing that training's not always not always important. It's not always the main thing your clients come and need to see you. It's not because no. uh, 
and they're, they're, they're probably they're, they came for the training but they've stayed because of you at, at the end of the day it, yeah. um, and realizing that if a client has been there more than six months they probably enjoy it and every now and again if like some of mine I've had for nearly eight years um, just your mates and yeah you get to train your mates every now and again but sometimes just let your mates get down treat it like that uh, let them have some fun yeah have some playtime. Um, yeah, I think that's important because yeah, oh, I realized that I've it completely uh, goes against the other one. I said, yeah, training should be fucking hard work. I did say sometimes. Um, <laughs> well, the majority God. of the time, I think that's majority the thing, majority of the, of the time it should be. But you're talking about the exception here, so it's you know exception. Good. Yeah, I'm, they're not making. Uh, they're not going for breakfast every single time at seven a.m. because that. <laughs> yeah, imagine if like every <laughs> yeah. if, like every. Every th- every second session was like breakfast. It's like mm, yeah. it's not really PT, is it? Then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we 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 might need to switch your day you train because you clearly get absolutely scallied on like a, a Wednesday yeah. night. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. let's not do that. <laughs> but yeah, there's some cool coaches out there that keep it up. Don't do it all every single time, but notice have some people skills and social skills are all important for the personal side of coaching. Um, yeah. For sure. For sure, mate. All right. Any other business? Not from me. Not from you. Booking to see that. Be better next time we speak. <clears throat> I feel like I've got sympathy sniffles. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Right, it. I don't have the sniffles. It's what's really weird. It's really odd that I sound nasally. I've realised it. Yeah. Now it's weird. I sound nasally because I've I've got a clear nose. Yeah. So it's just weird, isn't it? The way COVID's affected people. It's very strange. Well, I'll be alright. Don't worry about me. <laughs> You'll be fine. Wonderful. All right, mate. Um, give my best to Isabel. Hope she has a lovely birthday. Will do. Um, well, whenever you see her next week. I'll shout at her from the window. <laughs> uh, wonderful, guys. All right, thanks for listening. And we will hopefully be COVID-free next week. Hopefully.